Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. At this point, most shows are winding down. Roy is just getting started. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Boys are back in town. Later on uh, this hour, we're going to speak with uh, Derek Bars. Uh, you remember them? Derek and Francis Bars made headlines nationally when uh, the former foster parents in Hamilton took the Children's Aid Society to court and alleged their two young foster children were removed from the bar's home because the family insisted or the parents, foster parents insisted on telling the kids neither Santa Claus nor the Easter Bunny are real. So uh, that case will go to court in Hamilton next Wednesday, and we're going to talk with Derek Bars before the end of this uh, this half hour. And, of course, it's Beauties and the Beast in the next half hour, and it's somebody's birthday. Somebody's birthday today. We're going to find out who. But we'll not ask about numbers. Here's a number for you, 45 million, 45 million tons of worldwide electronic waste last year, establishing a new record. Well, I think that was 2016. The old record in 2014 was 41 million tons. Just think about that, 45 million tons. That, somebody said, is the equivalent to 4,500 Eiffel Towers. Can't be. That's what I read. Uh, and, and what do you do with the uh, with the gold and the copper inside the computers, inside the televisions, inside the mobile phones? I bet you most of those mobile phones still work. I bet you a lot of it was, I, I don't want it. I've got to save the planet right after I get my new mobile phone. Um, 4,500 Eiffel Towers, I'm just looking at it. So the joint weight of the 2016 e-waste um, and raw materials in the electronic scrap was worth approximately $65 billion. That's more money than Bill Gates has. And yet 36 billion tons were not recycled. So what's the answer for this scrap, which often contains extremely confidential corporate and personal information stored on computer hard drives? This is a this is a big issue, getting rid of this stuff. How do you do it? Dave Potter is the Vice President of Business Development for Global E-Waste Solutions, and they have offices in this country and internationally. So what happens to your corporate, personal, junked, electronic stuff? Dave, 45 million tons. That is a massive... I can't, I can't, imagine, uh, I can't imagine how we accumulate that, but some 36 billion tons don't get recycled? That's an insane number. Hello, Dave. This is damn thing not working again. Dave, go ahead. Hello, David. Hello, David. Let's call David back. So, this, 
You know, when you feel lousy, you want everything to work. And I feel lousy. I really, really do. But I'm thinking about the numbers of people who have to get the the very latest and the next greatest mobile phone. I'll just pick on that particular uh, device. Now, I'm still messing about with a 2000, I think it is 12 BlackBerry, a Q10. And it's not doing very well, but it still works most of the time. How are we doing with Dave? It still works most of the time, but can we scrap this stuff? Can we scrap all this stuff along with the 45 million tons? Uh, <laughs> I'm still still dealing with this this old BlackBerry, and it and it's just barely hanging on. But I'm going to ride this sucker all the way to the horizon, and then I'll exchange it. Then I'll get rid of it. Well, these are massive, massive numbers. We got them. Good God, we pay you people too much money. David, where were you? I was on, and all of a sudden I heard a click when I think you were cutting over. I'm not sure what happened there. Oh, because I've got a, I'm losing my voice. I thought you were playing games with me, my man. I'm I just, promise I wouldn't do that. I'm just joking. 45 million tons. How do we accumulate that much electronic waste? And then how, how do you reach a number like 36 billion tons or million tons are, are, not, are, not, are not disposed of? This is a huge problem, is it not? It is. It's actually absolutely incredible. Uh, some of it is a consumer issue. You know, in the past, the average life cycle of products, uh, people have kind of stretched into the four to five to six year realm. Uh, we've seen that uh, life cycle for consumer electronics, business electronics continue to get compressed, mm-hmm. almost down to the point where there's an 18 to 24 month life cycle on a lot of these products, which is doing exactly what you outlined earlier. It's it's generating a tremendous amount of e-waste, and quite frankly, it's overloading a lot of the systems. Uh, there's some new concerns that are developing kind of around the data security standpoint. You know, how do businesses, how do consumers properly dispose of these end-of-life uh, electronics and ensure at the same time, you know, there's not some residual data on there. So it's, it's going to con- continue to be a challenge for the next few years to, for uh, local uh, provinces and states to kind of figure out the, the best solution. Because you can't just put it in landfills. This stuff doesn't just disintegrate. You really can't. And a lot of people know that with CRTs and some of the PCs and the laptops, but people don't stop to think of the miscellaneous items, mm-hmm. the toothbrushes, the alarm clocks. You know, Global E-Way Solutions recently hosted a collection event in Duluth, Minnesota. It was called the Twin Ports Recycle Rendezvous, where we actually advertised on a number of different radio stations. We collected almost 50,000 pounds of e-waste in two days. And the residents that came out were so happy. There hadn't been one done in a long time. And really what that did for the local community is it just really reminded everyone of the fact that there is a proper manner for disposal on these type of items. You know, everybody kind of knows the provincial programs exist and the governmental programs in the U.S. exist. Uh, but too, in too many instances, they're just not utilizing those programs, or they don't stop and think of a lot of times the little items that end up in the trash, which are in many instances the big culprits. Yeah, I'm now I'm thinking about old laptops or old, old just old computers that are around the house, um, or old televisions, old TVs. That's fine. They, they nobody worries about that. But an old computer may have important personal information or you consider it important because it's your personal information, 
And you don't want that to fall into the wrong hands. You don't want people to get a hold of that information. Plus, corporately, there are, uh, you know, there, there are computers with hard drives that have a tremendous amount of confidential information on them. So there's a reluctance to part with those particular units because, again, the security concerns. How do you get around that? Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, brand protection is really what it comes down to on the business front. The big challenges they face are protecting their brand from an information perspective, and the other component is really the chain of custody. Mm-hmm. One, you know, I would certainly recommend that businesses today work with a certified recycler. Uh, Global E-Waste is actually a e-steward certified, which happens to be the highest level certification there is in recycle today. Uh, essentially, what that ensures is that we're going to do a three-pass Uh, Department of Defense-style data erasure on every hard drive that comes in, or it's going to go into a shredder to completely ensure that that uh, data is eliminated and there is no connection back to the business. Uh, So that is, again, uh, by far the number one reason uh, individuals don't recycle old devices, and it's the number one concern uh, for businesses. Now, you have a program called Redeploy instead of Recycle. What is that? We do. So we really strongly believe that the best form of recycle is reuse. Sure, we can grind the stuff up and turn it into ceiling tiles, but the reality is we're going to create additional emissions by doing that. Our goal is to successfully redeploy the largest percentage as possible on old consumer electronics. We have to get very creative in our sales ability in many instances. Uh, We bring products in. We completely test them. Uh, We do what's called value-appropriate repair where we'll actually combine parts off different laptops to make as many good, usable units as possible. We really go further than any other recycler because we really want to put the emphasis on reuse, knowing that that's going to have the largest environmental impact. Sure. So. You, you want to get that equipment out to people who can still use it, and then you clean it and get rid, make sure that nothing confidential remains on it when it's set out. I just read the story again. The weight of e-waste in 2016 was the equivalent of 4,500 Eiffel Towers. That is unbelievable. Global E-Waste Solutions is the company, and uh, Dave Potter is their vice president of business development, and they have uh, offices right here in Ontario. And it's not a commercial or an infomercial. I just I found it fascinating. And, uh, Dave, thank you very much for the time. I was only joking before. It was just it was our e-waste that was causing the problems. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Well, and it's been exported for years and years, and now there's been some tracker studies where they're actually placing GPS trackers in yeah. devices to determine where they end up. Okay, my friend, i got to go. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you, sir. Dave Potter. And uh, <laughs> I just can't get over that number. 4,500 Eiffel Towers. When we come back, we're going to be speaking with Derek Bars and uh, their case against Hamilton's Children's Aid Society goes to court in Hamilton next Wednesday. Don't go away.